Sticks and hits and goals and saves and slap shots and goons. We've got sportly commentary to what a few commute. But we also cover movies, TV shows, hits and tunes. It's your weekly bowl of hockey and nonsense. I'm Greg Wyshynski, and we're at ESPN. I'm Dave, and so I'm the same place. Yeah, I'm, and you're in yeah. Huck Soup. We're in your office. It's our office. but No, no but it's like specifically where your desk is. We're like, all part of the same team. First here, of all, you, you've, you've, you've spun tales of your time at mm-hmm. NHL.com and, and having a desk. Yeah. And I always found it curious because in the time that we've really gotten to know each other, your desk has been couch. your couch and your computer has been The Price is Right on your television for the most part. Still have not seen an episode of Price is Right or Let's Make a Deal in months. Are you able to create your genius in a, in a sterile office environment such as the South Street Seaport ESPN office? How dare you call my office sterile? <laughs> I can either call it sterile. Sterile. It's more like virile <laughs> because of how much energy flows through here. Oh, Greg. I thought because you're saying you were close to the river, and that's why it's very vi- viral. Oh, virile. Virile. Oh, okay. Gotcha. A lot of, lot of invigorated ideas. It's in, very in the pretty. Bullpen. Like, I've never been down here before, and, like, you walk, there's escalators. There's escalators. There's elevators. Yeah. There's um, the building glows at night, mm-hmm. which I think is, I guess, important because, mm-hmm. like, boats might hit it. I don't know. The I don't way know that works. After seeing your office, I imagine it's a situation where you guys are all plugging away, and you're on the internet, you're on Reddit. You know, trying to steal jokes from Reddit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Katie, like, bursts through the door and she's like, I need five jokes about Josh Gordon right now. Yeah, that's exactly how it works, and, man. And then, like, you all scurry and start yeah. throwing around papers. And yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah, we, like, all get up and we go to a, a special room and then we just have, like, a big whiteboard and it says, Josh Gordon, question mark. And then... <laughs> And we just start shouting out stuff. That's exa- I mean, it's amazing how you have pegged this without even just being here for the first time. What about around. a play on Flash Gordon? You know, yeah. the old comics character. What if he's a Gordon's fisherman? Oh! Because now he's in New England where there's mm-hmm. fishing and men. I don't know. And then, yeah. and then Katie just yeah. kicks over a garbage can and is like, who wrote this joke about Tom Brady eating stem cells? Mm-hmm. I'm a Boston fan. She immediately knows it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, grabs you by the throat. You know, it's a whole thing. All right, listen. The start of the NHL season was this week. I was blessed to be in Washington, D.C. to, um, with my mine own eyes, uh, witness the raising of the Stanley Cup banner. As I said to a friend of mine who sits in Section 417, I was still convinced up until the banner uh, touched the ceiling that they were going to find a technicality on which to take away the cup from the Capitals. Yeah, An yeah. eligible player. Um. Your, your, your tweet with quotes around it was I, I was, was jarring when I saw it. It was like, they're raising the, quote, Stanley Cup championship. And I'm like, wait, what? Are they not doing it, or are yeah. they really doing it? At some point, like, right as they're about to raise the banner, like, Gary Bettman comes out and he's like, I just realized that Abe Poland never signed the franchise charter. Right. You guys don't exist. It's womp, like, womp, it's like golf where you don't submit your card at the end or sign your card at the end. You, ne- you never signed it. Congratulations, Vegas. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I had to see it for myself. Um, and, and they raised it. And, and it was I got I to gotta admit, like the video they showed before the during the cup ceremony, the banner raising ceremony, rather, was really impressive because they did not shy away from the. In total inebriation of the Capitals in the weeks that followed the Cup. Wait, was, I, was the whole highlight video just, just boozing after the Cup, or was there actually it, hockey highlights? It was legitimately the first highlight video I've ever seen that incorporated cell phone footage. 
and I think that's great. Like it was Ovechkin on the fountain. Like you know, you're watching it on the jumbotron. It's like these pristine HD shots of like the parade and the fans and the buses and everything. And all of a sudden, it becomes like shrunken down and letterbox vertical video. Somebody filmed Ovechkin in a fountain. Um, it was really well done, and I thought it embraced the the fact that's what made it great was the fact that it was so cathartic for them. Um, as a, how do you feel about the fact, as I pointed out, that they did not reference Barry Trotz in any way, shape, or form during the ceremony? Is that okay by you? Some like, people said, you know... They should have showed him in the video part they, of it, I think. They didn't even show him in the video. Like, you know, that, yeah. that dude that dude kind of dragged your dumbasses to the cup. Ah, uh, you see, that's the thing, though, like... Uh-oh, here we go. No, but here's the thing, like... That, that, that's a hot take alarm. No, but, but it's my... It's not my hot take. There's a contingency... Is that the word? Contingent. Contingent. Of uh, Capitals fans that believe that they won despite Barry Trotz. Like, Barry Trotz was simply just a, the, 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 the big hunk of flesh behind the bench sure. and not actually doing anything. In fact, you know, the one decision he made was a shitty one when he started Grubauer instead of Holtby to start the playoffs. So they believe that this was all done in spite of him. So why even honor the man now that he's not even there? See, this is why you can't give anybody nice things. Right. Because they just completely, the guy who had the most wins, most points as a coach the last four years, wins the cup no one else could ever win. I know. It just seems it seems weirdly petty. Like I've I've uh, I, I, I I I tend to believe that they're going to do something for him when the Islanders come to town. Do you think so? I Maybe mean, I don't know. I, I, based on that, I don't. I think they're going to pretend like he never existed. But isn't like the whole thing like you know he he left because of this this shitty option on his contract. Yeah, and also because they kind of, I think they probably here's the th- he was fired before the season started. But, but also, t- but also Ted Leonsis doesn't spend money on coaches. I mean, that's the bottom line. He was going to be up for a new contract. He had just won the cup, and they weren't going to pay him. They were like, "Here, you take this fucking minimum wage contract that you signed because you never thought you were going to win the, the fucking cup with us, but, or 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 leave." But like, like the Islanders not paying coaches. I always understood that because they had no money. Like Ted Leonsis has money. He could pay a coach if he wants. You know what's you know. What kills me they didn't want to pay the money for the guy that won them the cup but they they installed entirely new concession stands in the upper deck of the arena like every new every every concession stand is now like the, the themed and beautiful and pristine and like doesn't look like there's been any mice there i say that as this person who's been, you you know yeah um but they couldn't pay a coach couldn't pay a coach speaking of that oh wow what a segue what a setup self-serve beer at the Capitals, for those who haven't seen, the Capitals became one of the first teams in professional sports to install self-serve beer at the arena, and it, and it is exactly stupid idea. As it sounds. It's so dumb. Why? Why do you think it's dumb? Why, why can't like? First of all, I do not trust people to drive the right way on the road. <laughs> so I'm going to trust like the seven people in front of me to like be able to like self check out. I'm assuming right and pour themselves a beer and get out of the way. The Washington Capitals, uh, which by the way, the, the the total price for the refurbishment of Capital One Arena was forty million dollars. Couldn't ante up to pay your coach, but you know, forty million dollars. Right, hamburger stand. And apparently they're not paying employees anymore to pour beer, so there's more money saved. Uh, those who want to do their own beer pouring have to purchase a cup that is marked with a QR code, and then they simply scan the cup, uh, simply. tilt it simply. for an even pour, sure. and pull the handle. Now, this is one of those ideas that's pretty great and abstract. Simple. You just take your own cup. You mm-hmm. bring it over to the beer thing. You tilt it. You pull it down, and look, lo and behold, a large cup of beer for you to consume, consumer. Anyone who's ever seen anyone work a keg? Right. (laughs) 
That's not a skill a lot of people no, have, you know? No, it's not. It's not. But how is it faster? It's still the same process. Like, I'd rather have an expert who knows how to pour Because you ever get, like, a beer at a stadium? It's always poured perfectly. I like that you consider the people pouring, pouring beers at, at the stadium experts because, like, it's the same. Hey. It's, it's, my, it's my Taco Bell Pizza Hut thing. Where, you know, if it's a Taco Bell Pizza Hut, you assume Taco Bell is the dominant food. Those people are experts. If it's a Taco Bell KFC, they have to spend so much more time on the chicken, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with the Taco Bell. Right. So you, you believe that the people pouring the beer at the, at the stadium, mm-hmm. assuming that they're at a beer kiosk of some sort. Like they're, they're, they're there with like a... T- they're, they're at the Goose Island, right. uh, you know, yeah. uh, stand. Right. Those are experts. Obviously, they pour like hundreds of thousands of beers all day. Hundreds of thousands how many, of beers. How many all beers day. do you think the guy in front of you in the friggin' Backstrom jersey who's already None. hammered completely out of his mind None is going to be able to pour? He exactly. Buy, he buys six packs. Exactly. That just a, a drunk hammer dude trying to scan the code. He can't even stand up. He's like, "Where can I pee?" And then like, yeah. he starts peeing in the cup, and you're See, like, "Ah, oh, come on!" I completely agree. It's the same principle as those places, and I want to say Panera is one of those places. Yeah, oh, I'm, that I, make, oh, that, that yes. right, they make you pour your own coffee. I have no idea how to make my own iced coffee. <laughs> it's coffee and ice, and yes. I'm a moron. Yes, the, the, the ratios are all wrong. Completely, and like the ice is all slushy. It's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. There's a guy behind me who like knows me. He's like, why is this idiot? Like, well, I'll just yeah. buy, you're behind the counter. Listen, you know what you're doing? It's a very slippery slope. I mean, we're, here, well, you could fucking fry your own donut. Here. It's like it's like Kramer's <laughs> pizza idea where you make your own pizza. Yeah. Like, no, that's a terrible idea. See, the, the, you know who I blame for this? I blame fucking, uh, like, McDonald's and places that tried to, like, mac- robotize their whole process. Like, you just go to oh, a like screen. like, Wawa does it. You just go to a screen. Yeah. You don't talk to a person. The, a, a mysterious thing. Probably robots or maybe super intelligent rats, like in Ratatouille. Like, they're making the food behind the scenes. And no, there's no interaction with anybody that's human. That's fine. Or someone else is making it they're they're better at me than making it right that's why i'm paying for them to make But that's the first step towards we make it ourselves that's the first step you know it's a service society dave that's what uber lyft Mm -hmm. it's all the same it's all putting it on us no but it's not good to go put do things for ourselves a car doesn't pull up outside that i get in it and drive it home i'm paying for the service of being driven somewhere the illuminati the oh my god (laughs) you really are tired when you came in here today aren't you Here's the other thing about conspiracies. No one believes them until we prove them. Scully. First it starts with self-pouring beer. And then below and behold, there's an alien embryo growing inside of your brain. And then the beer is all foamy. And you can't drink it. The, the, the Washington Post had a video courtesy of Capitals Outsider of a guy pouring a beer. And it was just like a cup of foam. And it wound up being that the, like the keg kick. But therein lies the other problem. Yeah, like, like who goes fucking, to get that? Me? A fucking, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> of course it's you. Like rolling into the back of the arena. Here, no. what, what you're going to want to do is you want to take this keg, scan the QPC code, yeah. tip the keg... And then simply <laughs> go roll a new keg up into the machine that you have to unlock with keys you have to get somewhere. It's such a dumb idea. It's such an ad. It's it seems like you're taking away steps, but really you're just adding problems. When you buy a beer at a bar and they tell you the keg kicked, do you ever take it personally? Because I do. I mean, personally, I think that's I think that's smart because you've been drinking the awesome beer everyone else is drinking. Right, but it's just a part of me that's like, why well, can't there should be a way to man like John Tapper, our good friend of the podcast, John Tapper, probably has a way in which you can measure the the amount who, of liquid. In who? The, John Taff? Oh, Taffer. <laughs> I was thinking 
of the fucking the Jake fucking, Taffer. I was fucking. I was fucking thinking of the uh, of the of the beer video game, John Taffer. I thought you were doing the news guy, Jake Taffer. No, no, no. I'm, not like, Jake I'm like, he's a friend of the no, podcast. Taffer is the fucking uh, John the, Taffer is the, is the video game that you play with the beer, with the bartenders. Oh my god. No, uh, John Taffer. <laughs> Did you get high before you came in tonight? I didn't. John Taffer probably has a way that you can see how much liquid's in, inside the keg, so you don't have to have to kick the keg. Yeah, like a clear keg or something like that, or like something that just measures it. Yeah, but like the thing a is, clear is like, keg. But like if the thing is though is like let's say you're like three back and you can see that the keg is gonna be empty by the time you get there. Yeah. Like you don't have the you have like a walkie talkie, you're like, Yeah, I need a fresh keg over here on seven. Like well, it's such a dumb idea. No. Just let somebody – there's certain things in the world that need to be fixed. My beer buying experience at the arena is not one of them. No. Bring more beers in. Spin, sure. your, own, spin your own cotton candy. Right. <laughs> fucking uh, deep fry your own fucking onion rings, you know. Scoop your own ice cream. Yeah, let me get some nachos and cheese. All right, well, go back there, open the bag, pour it into the plastic yeah, thing, right, and then yeah. put the cheese on. Wait, <laughs> I'm going to do it? Right. All right. Uh, like a bag of popcorn, please? Okay, you're going to want to put these little seeds yeah. inside of this thing. And now use this scalding hot oil. Let me get some. Let me get a cheeseburger. All right, here's the apron. Here's the here's the here, spatula. Here, here. What are we doing? Now, what you're gonna want to do is walk out to the kill floor where the cows are. Now, come on. It's just the, it's not. We don't need this. John Tapper. <laughs> the video game is called Tapper. I was thinking about beer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was thinking about Jake Tapper. Uh, that's right. I was. I was so. I was like John. Tapper, friend of the podcast. John Taffer. It's a good show. Like Taffy. It's a good podcast we got here. It's a great podcast. I agree. Yeah. You know who's also great? Tom Wilson. Let's talk about Tommy Boy. Mm. Since we last did a podcast, uh, uh, Tommy did a bad thing. Uh, Tommy got suspended 20 games for uh, concussing and separating the shoulder of Oscar Sundquist. Uh, 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 Tom Wilson truther Devontae Smith-Pelly said the separated shoulder means that it was a shoulder-to-shoulder hit mm-hmm. as opposed to a headshot. I definitely made that argument about the Kucherov um, and hit in the playoffs. I yeah, remember I remember that. that, yeah. That was like the opposite, though. Like It was like he hit him in the shoulder. Why does he have a concussion? Mm-hmm. But I was surprised, though. I was surprised that, like, so many Capitals teammates were like, wow, this is really bad. Tom Wilson's a good guy. I was really surprised. Yeah, like, shocker, Teammates right? defended him. Yeah. Like, that just never happens in hockey. Never happens. Uh, TJ Oshie lamenting the fact that a quarter yeah. of Tom Wilson's salary will disappear. Yeah. Kind of, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, it's weird that, like, no one else seems to think that at all. <laughs> but, like, these specific guys who wear the same uniform as him were just like, this is, this is wrong. Well, he's very misunderstood. And now he's going to appeal it. Like, no, but he, he'll win the appeal, don't you think? Like, here, 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 I don't know how, the, how it works. Here's the like, NHL's problem. The NHL's problem is that they went to 20 games, and their reason for going to 20 games was, we've never had this before, a man suspended four times in 105 games. Mm-hmm. And like to them, it's like totally valid, this, this idea that, like, oh, well, he's fucked up so many times in such a small period of time. Clearly, we have to give him 20 games. But in every other suspension they've handed out, it's been kind of incremental. And now they're jumping from what was what, three playoff games for the uh, the the hit on the Penguin. Oh yeah. Um, to now being twenty regular season games, and I have a feeling like when he takes it to the neutral arbitrator, because I'm sorry, first he has to go to appeal to Barry, Gary Bettman, who of course will go yeah. against what the Department of Player Safety said. He's going to be like, you know what, six. <laughs> That's the number. <laughs> My bad. I'll talk to the fellas. Oh, uh, Tom, good news. They put the zero in the wrong place. It's actually a two-game suspension. Um, Like, Batman will sign off on it, then it goes to the neutral arbitrator. And I think they're going to look at this and say there's no precedent for this to be 20 games for the nature of the hit that he administered. I I go back to this all the time. 
precedent? Like, there, there's no precedent. So that means like you can never suspend anybody twenty games. Well, that's but that's but, but that's the, what the NHL did this time. They said, right. okay, this has never happened before. Guy right. for guy guy gets suspended twice in the span of like sixteen games. Like this is this is new. This is new territory, and we're staking our new cl- we're staking our claim in new territory and giving him twenty games. Yeah. I don't know if it'll hold up to scrutiny, but I do know that the process could play out long enough where he'll get to like twenty one games, and the neutral arbitrator's like, hey, guess what? It's only sixteen. Just keep delaying it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. We're gonna. Oh, uh, we gotta push this back. Actually, the arbitrators. Um, yeah, he's got he's got tickets to a ball game tonight, so yeah. we can't make it can't to make the. It. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I fucking hated the hit. The hit to me, the the, the player safety guys I talked to. Um, made the comparison to the hit that uh, pa- was it Pacioretty had on Latang, or Latang had on Patch. I think it was Pacioretty on Latang, and then he got suspended. Then Latang actually came back in the game and scored like the game-winning goal later on. This was a few years back. I barely remember. <clears throat> to me, it was more reminiscent of like the kind of hit that we saw before Rule Forty Eight. Like it was like one of those guy releases the puck and then it gets blindsided yeah. and, and and you know we saw five or six stretchers that resulted from hits like that and that's how we ended up with rule 48 so it was mm-hmm. nice it was nice throwback yeah throwback thursday it's kind of moment there for uh for if, tom wilson if only like there was some way we could have seen this coming and giving him a harder suspension before this because it was just so out of the blue for <clears> tom wilson to do something like this he can't blame anybody I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe you could have given him six games or suspended him for the Marsh so hit in the playoffs last year to real. But you know what? It was just not preventable. Hockey plays. Just, just a hockey, hockey play. Do you think that now that he's, do you think he's lost the benefit of the doubt? In, 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 you know, like the, the, the player safety was always like, oh, you know, the hockey play. You know, do you think now if he does some shit, like they're just going to be like, you know what? It was not a hockey play. Throw the book at you. I mean. I don't know how they don't like. What do they go from here though? Like when he comes back and like the second game after he comes back and he murders somebody, like is he going to get fifty? Well, forty. The way it usually works is that if it has to be sort of the same genre of, of genre, offense, the same milieu, the of, same milieu of, of the, uh, milieu. I'm sorry, that's my drink. There it's, it is. There's ice in there. Um, um, so if he spears a guy. I don't think he's going to get 21 games. Oh, it could be like just jams a stick in his stomach as opposed yeah. to like forearm to the head? Right. If it, I think it's for that specific, wonderful headshot that he administers on, on multiple players. But do you think he's going to have like he's gonna have like that Matt Cook thing where he comes back and he's like, look, I've, I've learned my lesson, and he's going to just go out and play like a normal person that's not murderous? No. No? You think he's just going to come back in the first game and just... I one billion percent think that he is the guy who sits down and, and, and he's served a 20-game suspension and <sighs> someone's like, Tom, are you worried you're not going to be able to be as effective now because you're on the old watch list for the NHL? He's like, I'm just going to keep playing my game. I'm just going to keep doing what I do, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, only know, I, only have one, I only know one way to play and that's hard. And that's, and that's with murderous intent <laughs> yeah, right. anytime somebody has there but like here's my thing is like 20 games is a lot of games he's finally getting paid money yeah and he instantly isn't getting paid the money i know so maybe he's like all right that's what oshi said he said yeah. like you know they, he gets this massive contract and he gets this massive suspension yeah like he's so 20 games a quarter of the season was he at, what's he getting five million this year so like he's 1.25 million dollars like i feel like that would probably make me stop elbowing guys in the head but I mean that's the theory, know. right? Yeah. Like if you you need to suspend the guy long enough where he loses enough money where it becomes apparent that he, uh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, I'm here's the, like I've long been a Tom Wilson, not a I don't maybe apologist maybe defender I don't know like I think he's I think he's a player I don't think he's a 
a piece of garbage um, yeah. like Patrick Coletta. Like I feel like he yeah. can play the hockey game pretty good. He's a yeah. he's a top line forward. He can hang with talented yeah. players. Oh, he's always a top line forward. He plays top line with the. Yeah. How do you not call him a top line? He plays in the top line. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is this? Your 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 Backstrom, Verana, and Oshie's actually the top line because that's the only argument you can make that that guy's not a top line player. Just because someone's on a top line doesn't mean they're good. That is. Really? You think Alex Burrow's a great hockey player? You think he just played with the Sedins for I a think, bunch of years? I think he was a valuable part. He was a top-line player. Line. He was a top-line player, and that is exactly why all the veterans in the Ottawa Senators locker room ran mm-hmm. up to Pierre Dorian mm-hmm. and gave him hugs and said, yep. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. That was his, that was the first time I realized that Pierre Dorian was the Iraqi uh, 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 the uh, the information minister, the Iraqi information minister. The, the, uh, there are no bombs here. There are no troops <laughs> Pierre Dorian coming out and be like, all of the players, they went, they went up and they hugged me and they said, thank you so much for getting us Alex Burroughs. Like, Alex Burroughs is exactly the thing that I want you to get and you got him and I'm just going to give you a big old bear hug. You know, in hindsight, that was pretty much the moment when, when like, we probably should have been like, ooh, uh-oh, something bad's coming to Ottawa. <laughs> and I walked right into that locker room and I said... You know what I got for Eric Carlson? I'll tell you what I got for Eric Carlson. Chris Tierney. And all the players, they just jumped on me, and they started dry-humping me, and they said, thank you, Pierre. Thank you so much for Chris Tierney. And then you walk up to the players after that, and like, hey, which one of you guys uh, hugged Pierre Dorian? They were like, who? <laughs> hugged? Uh, I don't know. Always the G. Oh, right, yes, we all hugged him. All of us, one at a time, or all at once. Whatever he said, we did, sure. <laughs> What a game. <laughs> I traded Eric Carlson for a uh, bucket of magic beans, and all the players went mm. immediately to edible arrangements, and they got me all these beautiful fruit flowers. It was just such a wonderful outpouring of love because they knew I did the right thing for the team. <laughs> so I don't have a captain yet. They, don't, they never, did they make more? There's stuff? a lot of teams that right now are, are doing the sans captain bit. I can look it up. Uh, Andrews Lee, new captain. Andrews Lee, new captain of the Islanders. Uh, captain Jack. Jack Eichel mm-hmm. uh, is is the captain of the Sabers. Young, a young captain. Captain Jack, yeah, get you high tonight. I like young. I like. It's gonna sound gross. I like young captains. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. I liked when the when the Capitals stopped dicking around with Chris Clark and gave Ovechkin the C. I like when Taves got the C when he was young and Sid got the C. Yeah, like I like. I, I think that I you know like if you're a t- if you're a team of a certain. Um, trajectory like Buffalo is like, clearly trying to climb out of the basement. Like give the captaincy of the young guy. Who was Gianta before him? And then they were kind of riding with that one. Was that yeah, th- what was it? Gianta was it? Who was their captain? I forget. I kind of don't really pay attention to the Sabers because they're so bad. Was it so. O'Reilly? Oh, maybe it was Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bringing on down the Palmerville. Um, uh, Detroit Red Wings vacant. Yeah, New York sense. Rangers vacant. Rangers are vacant. Who would you give it to, though? Mark, Mark Stahl. Stahl. Yeah, I guess. It's These are de facto fine. captain. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Ottawa Senators vacant. Yeah, that makes sense. Toronto Maple Leafs vacant, but it's basically Tavares. They just don't want to insult Austin. Well, so what are you going to do the, the entire time they're both there and no one's going to be captain? They, they have to give it to somebody. They should just give it to Marner. They should just put the difference. <laughs> <laughs> give it to Jake Gardner. Put some more pressure on that guy's plate. Right. Hey, you're the leader now. Go, go, go <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. You were a minus 95 in the playoffs this year, but guess what? Now you're the captain, too. Congratulations. Oh, my goodness. Um, the uh, Vancouver Canucks are vacant. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know who you give it to there. Yeah. Like, so some def- give it to Edler for a year or something. 
The Vegas Golden Knights, of course, made the cup final last year without a captain and still do not have one. They're still captainless? Mm-hmm. Good for them. Who cares who's captain, right? Am I right? I mean, but, but to me, right like, people? Derek Englund's the captain. Right. There's a certain, like, like, like Mark Stahl would be the same way. That like, if, he, he'll, if you're he'll the, be the guy. If you're the player that goes out and gives the speech before the first game after the big shooting in your city, like, you're pretty much the fucking captain. Right. So, like, at that point, they should have just been like, let's just give him the C. But yeah. no. Like, no. Like, so it's weird now when you look back on that first season in Vegas and, like, people are going to forget and like Derek Englund's going to be some guy on the roster he's mm-hmm. not going to be the captain no hmm. so in a way maybe it does oh, matter you know we're going to have a quiz later but I might as well just give you a quiz now okay who's the captain of the avalanche oh is it Landis Cog Landis Cog is correct okay who's the captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets ooh <laughs> yeah right I know ooh and it, it, but it's, oh uh, it's Brandon Dubinsky it's Rick Nash Still, isn't that crazy? <laughs> no, it's Nick Foligno. Oh, right, right, who's right. the captain of the uh, of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Who is the captain of the Minnesota Wild? Is it Ryan Suter? Is Miko Koivu? Miko Koivu is the captain. Miko Koivu has been the captain since two thousand and nine. Boy, I know. Not a lot of not a lot of championships under. Do you know who the captain of our beloved New Jersey Devils is? Is it Andy Green? It is Andy Green. Yeah, okay. The old guy in the room. Old yeah. Andy. Yeah. Old Ironside. There's like certain guys you just think are captains. Uh, the St. Louis Blues captain is? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Is it Peter Angela? It is. Okay. He got, he got it after they, uh, after David Backus signed a giant free agent contract with Boston. Yeah. <laughs> He's also getting paid $6 million a year. So. I was watching Backus yeah. play in that game against the Capitals on opening night. I'm like, come on. What, what was that? What was the fucking thinking there? Grit. Yeah. Jam. Determination. Who's the captain of the Sharks? Oh, it's Pavelski, right? That's correct. Yeah. And finally, who's the captain? This is a freshie mm-hmm. of your Carolina Hurricanes. Um, just want to point out that Bill Peters is 0-1-1 and lost to the Canucks by three goals. <laughs> um, the Carolina Hurricanes captain. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It is... I feel like I know this because mm-hmm. I follow I follow Mike Sunheim on Twitter Bring and it tweet out. stuff. And I always it? see it. Okay, there's a lot of kids on the team. Only a couple um, guys that might be captain material. The answer is. Can we'll say it at the same time? Ready? One, two, three. Victor Kevin Rask. Dineen. Is it not Victor Rask? It's not Kevin Dineen. It's uh, Justin Williams. No. Yeah, he's captain. I thought he wasn't on the team anymore. That's no. what I was going to say. He's there. <laughs> I he, hey, listen. I thought last year was his last year. If they make the playoffs, there's gonna, there might be a game seven. You need uh, that, you need uh, hit that man on, on that wall. Oh, man. I will go back to that 2012 playoff run. And, oh, Jesus. That's right. Playing third line minutes, scoring mm-hmm. goals against weak competition while uh-huh. Kopitar and Dowdy were just carrying that team. And That's neither right. one of those guys won the consmite. Yep. <sighs> Loud and clear, though. I'm not mad about that, though. I'm You're captain. Yeah. Justin Williams. And speaking of loud and clear, if you want to hear uh-huh. your entertainment loud and clear. What's the best way? Meet Sonos Beam, baby. Oh, yeah. Sonos, a new sponsor here of the Puck Soup Podcast, the smart, compact sound bar for your TV and the newest addition to the easy-to-use home sound system. Uh, the Beam is awesome, and, and as are most Sonos products. I've got the Beam in the old living room. Uh, I've got another Sonos speaker in the bedroom. Perfectly crystal clear sound. Uh, love the fact that you can broadcast any uh, sort and manner of media through it. I'll, I will throw on a podcast, like this very podcast, to hear our whimsy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I will be able to hear it in the living room. And I'll be able to hear it in the bedroom. Wow. The dulcet tones of Dave Lozo. Yeah, you don't want that. In my bedroom, baby. I've watched sports at your place. We've, we've, we've enjoyed the... Yeah. 
the, yeah, sound, the beam's great. The sound in your it's, living room. Especially if you're someone who, who lives in, like, a, a, a space, like an apartment, and you want to have, like, the surround sound experience and that sort of feeling, but mm-hmm. you can't, like, do the whole setup of speakers and the whole thing because yeah. you don't have really the, the room for it. And the mice love it. The mice can't get enough of the mice. <laughs> the beam lets you play everything you love, from music to radio to movies to TV to podcasts and more. Even use AirPlay to enjoy sound from your iPhone or iPad on the beam. Rich sound that fills the room. Deep bass. Detailed stereo separation for music plus crystal clear dialogue for TV and movies. All it takes is one chord to connect the beam to your TV and it syncs with your existing remote. Or get the hands-free control with Alexa, which is built in. The Sonos app walks you through setup step by step. And that was a pretty easy setup for me and it's an easy app to use, so you should use it. What you could do right now is what you should do is that if you are in any major metropolitan area, up and running, uh, we'll have a Sonos expert deliver and set up your system absolutely free. So if you get the Sonos deal, you have a Sonos expert deliver and set up your system. Just order from Sonos.com and select up and running. That's up and running. That's exactly what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. At checkout, if you qualify... That's Sonos.com, up and running to see if you qualify for the Sonos expert delivery to set up your home system. Sonos is a really uh, kick-ass speaker, and you should dig it. Yeah. You know who also kicks ass? Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand, baby. I really respect Brad Marchand. Let me tell you why. Oh, please. He is a, he's an upstanding uh, citizen. Here's the thing. is like When you score a goal, mm-hmm. you need to have the appropriate level of happiness. That's right. Um, depending on the score, depending on the game. Mm-hmm. And when you score a seventh goal to make it 7 nothing at home on your banner-raising night, yeah. um, I think you're allowed, like, one fist pump. But if it's, like, a second or third one and you do it again later, like, you completely deserve to have your face busted open and destroyed because that's just not acceptable. And you know me. I, I, I love it when somebody's really talented and does a cool thing and then gets beaten for it. So thank you, Brad Marchand, for, for policing the game the way it should be. You know, I detect your sarcasm. Oh, is it, is it coming through? I, I've got no problem with what he did. He's, well, why? How? Because you don't fucking showboat at 7 nothing. He didn't showboat. He took a twirl. He took a twirl in front of the Bruins bench, did Lars Eller. He skated past it on the way to his own bench to high-five his teammates. He was a little too happy. Not high-five, but, you know, the drive-by. He was a little too happy about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't have that. Gloated. Because if Brad Marchand didn't do that, man, I'm telling you right now, the the fans would have been upset. They would have been like, hey, no. (laughs) Don't do that. The thing that's weird is that, like, why does it fall off on your on your thirty plus goal scorer? Because he's in, because I, I I guess he was like on the bench because like he, he like so Lars Eller kind of like takes a route where like he's mm-hmm. going down the red line and he's maybe like there's like two Bruins he's facing and then like he does the little hand twirl thing towards his bench but when he does it he was still kind of lined up with the Bruins bench mm-hmm. and the whole thing is just a it's just a scam to get the Bruins fired up and we're going to not Dude, sit down and set Bruce, the tone for next game Bruce Cassidy shit. said that's good yeah. he said of, of, of Marchand he's a proud guy yeah he's proud he's a proud boy well you know if you're proud uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about this how about if you're proud why don't you just not get your ass kicked 7 nothing? why don't you come out and play good hockey I think Eller celebrated a little on the seven nothing goal. Mm. This is uh, Cassidy. I think that's his prerogative, and Marchi let him know that that's not acceptable. Mm. That's that, and we move on. Again, two things here. 
Um, first, if you have a problem with what Marchand did, he got a instigator, he got a misconduct, he oh, got a five for fighting. That really hurt them in a 7 nothing game well, with six minutes you know, to go. But, but the pro- the, that, these are the things in place. I don't like this idea that every time you someone doesn't like what somebody does, pretty much based on who that person is, now we're going and crying to fucking player safety like me going to complain to the manager at a fucking Burger King. Oh, the referees didn't do enough. Do more. Hey, if the manager at Burger King beats my ass because I really enjoyed my seventh burger while I'm sitting there. That's my business and not his business. You know, call me Neanderthalic. You're Neanderthalic. Neanderthalic, yeah, but it's it's, it's hockey, I think man. I'm, it's it's the it's the bullshit not nonsense hockey. of hockey. It's not hockey. It's it, listen. Not hockey is beating up a guy after a clean hit. Hockey is beating up a guy because he's gloating in a seven nothing game in front of your bench. It's all stupid. It's not stupid. It's all stupid. It's it's the joy of this game. The mm-hmm. joy of this game that if you are too happy about something and you rub it in somebody else's face, you might get punched for it. Imagine if we apply this to the rest of society. <laughs> Wait, are you are you now counterpointing your own point, or are you saying that people should be beat up on the streets for being what happy? What I'm saying, Dave, is that I, I am in favor of the purge one night. Okay, the purge is a whole other argument. <laughs> but like, let's go let's go to football. Let's go to let's go to a, a game between the 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 Browns and and the Jets. I would rather not revisit that game. Isaiah Crowell scores a touchdown, and he wipes his wipes ass his with the ball. Ass with the ball, throws mm-hmm. the ball in the stands because yeah. he's he's just he's mad. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like on his next carry or whatever he should have had the shit kicked out of him by totally. somebody else? I think they should have had a football fight where they both grab each other's face masks and jostle each other violently, <laughs> and then they start just pushing each other even though they're all wearing pads. You know, a real football fight. But do you think Marshan should get suspended? No, but here's like, the thing: he, like he fought but, a guy who oh, like wasn't on. really fighting to use your to use your your comparison uh-huh Crow- Crowell was given a 15 yard penalty and oh, it right. fucked the jets right but like but like no, he didn't have to he didn't have to get gridiron justice well that's, that's the difference between hockey and football exactly and, and which sports way more popular than the other again i'm just saying like even football's like hey you can now celebrate in the end zone if you want remember that those, what part those of the country you're talking about i'm sure there's pockets that hockey's more popular i mean like okay north dakota <laughs> the seattle no no there's probably a lot of packers fans or, in north dakota yeah, I'm just. I mean, I, we we talk about this a lot here, where it's like every like well, sports on. that let you show joy are usually the more popular ones. The 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 comparison I've seen was people were like, well, if Max Domi gets suspended, that's what I was thinking. Is like if Domi got five but, preseason but Domi games, got Domi got suspended because he was punching a guy in the face for basically giving him a love tap with his stick on a defensive play in the corner. This was a this is if you you know the old school fuckers in player safety are not gonna look at this and be like, oh, he beat up a guy who showboated in a seven nothing game. He didn't showboat. God, if Brad Marchand never fought him, you would never have thought again about that Lars Eller celebration ever again. It wasn't, he didn't like, he didn't drop his stick and be like, ah, it's too hot. Ooh, ooh, he didn't like go by the Bruins bench and like point out all of them and like, you, me, were, he just right. skated past it. Right. Brad Marchand beat him up before he could do any of that. Like, again, I go back to this all the time. Hockey players, the toughest players in the world, but yet they're they're kind of babies. But the other thing too, and, and this is really my biggest problem with this, this stuff, <laughs> You know, I like TJ Oshie. I think he's an interesting guy. I like talking to him after games and stuff. But can we stop with this fucking false equivocation? Like, this is the second time he's tried to bring in somebody else with the, with whataboutism when Tom Wilson's gone and done something shitty. Like, after the game last night, Oshie's like, I think it's unfortunate for Tom that the league is making an example out of him. They set the standards. They want to get the dirty, dirty stuff out of the game, which I think at least Tom's play was on the ice, and he was hitting the guy that had the puck milliseconds before. And then you see tonight the sucker punches that Lars 
took in. So they kind of set yeah. the standard. Marshan has a history, and we trust that they'll do what they're supposed to do and take care of business. Give me a fucking break. Come on. This is... Mm-hmm. My guy got 20 games. They should get this guy, too. No, no, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. It's weird, though, again, how his teammate is the one that's been wronged, but his other teammate who got punched in the face deserves the job. I don't know. It's just hard to figure out why teammates always side with their teammates in these situations. But again, what, about, what, about, what do you think of Tom Wilson's suspension? What about Brad Marchand? Well, that's not... Then again, that's what everyone does. You know, everybody does that on Twitter. A, that's, it's, very, it's dancing very close to what about our emails? What is about? I was, I was going to start singing. What about me? <laughs> it isn't fair. <laughs> I had my head down. Uh-huh. I'm a hockey player. So enough here. Enough. I, listen, I, 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 what he, what Marshan did was shitty, and it's a, a shitty thing that that somehow will equate to leadership. And uh, if you want to believe mm-hmm. him and say and say, oh, he, he, you know, I've seen a lot of people like point out, oh, same Brad Marchand. No, 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 no. Now he's virtuously a prick. You know, he's sticking up for his team in a prickish way versus just being selfish, licking someone in the face, selfish, beating a defenseless man with your fists. That's leadership. Here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Seven nothing caps. Mm-hmm. Brad Marchand jumps him, punches him. Game ends seven nothing. Mm-hmm. Currently, the Bruins are up two nothing. Now, you could say that they're up two nothing because they're playing the Savers, mm-hmm. or you could say they're up two nothing because Brad Marchand lit a fire. That's what I'm talking team. about. You clearly, know what? Clearly, it was a fire. You, you can keep your Fenwicks and your Corsies. I mm-hmm. I worship at the altar of Big Mo. Mm-hmm. Momentum. That momentum carried over. So, <laughs> so here's the thing about momentum, though. When you're playing back to back nights, uh-huh. you have to get it in your carry on bag because yeah. you're leaving and going to another That's city. Right. You have to. And so going from DC to Buffalo, I think momentum carries there because it's in the same time zone. Mm-hmm. I don't think momentum goes from like Pacific to Eastern. So mm-hmm. no, just smart, smart play. By yeah, I mean, it really it's all about the, the jet stream. Really, at the end of the day. Oh yeah, you hadn't seen the Islanders third jerseys before we did the show, and then they showed them to you, and your thought was like, I like the logo with the stick with the yeah. stripes that represent the dynasty. Colors, not so much. The colors are just uh, there's. The, I was saying there's something there. I feel like I feel like that's like the that's like the second draft. Where you're like, all right, you're you're getting there now. Let, let's work on the the patterns here around the logo. You've nailed the logo, but I, I don't I, like the rest. So, looking at this thing, like it's you know, it's like white, white shoulder pads, and the logo is there with the four things and the whole bit. I don't know. Like I, I just feel like I feel, I feel like, like it's too, I feel like it's too close to what they already wear, and I like a third jersey to be really different from mm-hmm. what people the teams normally wear. No, it's 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 not terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to complain about it on like game nights or whatever, but like I think it's like like I feel like where it's like the red and white stripe near the elbows. They should have just went with one or the other mm-hmm. as opposed to both. Of them. You know what the Islanders should do is they sh- they should take the uh their third jersey and put the Statue of Liberty head on it as a big fuck you to the Rangers. Like we could have it too. We're fucking New York. You can't just claim the Statue of Liberty. Actually, and then, and then the, the Devils, Devils should do it. And then the Devils take it they're like, but we actually own technically it's on our Side oh, of the it's river. In our waters. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, we have, like, a big Statue of Liberty tournament at the oh end of the year. God. Yeah. A little a round ladder, robin. A ladder match to see who's the real Statue of Liberty a jersey. A ladder match. <laughs> On skates. God. God. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, I would watch it. <laughs> By God, he keeps chopping through the ladder with his skates. No one can climb them. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of, uh, of uh, fun... So the Vancouver Canucks tried to ruin fun by uh, banning Fortnite on the road. Uh, Bo Horvat uh, uh, confirmed 
confirmed that uh, Fortnite has been banned. The huge news story. It's a huge news story. It was first uh, reported uh, by Michael Delzato, um, you know, whose focus is always on hockey, mm-hmm. uh, that they were going to ban Fortnite so they can better, um, they can better uh, bond on the road. Yeah. Uh, and then it was confirmed that they actually did it. Which led to our sweet boy Patrick Line <laughs> putting up his two cents. Noted gamer, by the way, Patrick Line, a man who uh, needs not to uh, go and, and dine with his teammates. We would prefer to sit in the hotel room yeah. and play copious amounts of Call of Duty with his friends back in Finland. I mean, and obviously has ruined his career to the point where he's, he's probably going to win the Richard this year. But like, yeah, you score fifty, you can do whatever you want on the road, yeah. right? Patrick Line said, uh, "I think they just needed something to blame after last year." And we kind of made a deal if we're playing that like that, we can give up our PlayStation, so we're not going to take them on the road. But I don't think that's going to happen. And also, you know, I invented many of the video gaming systems you're familiar with, your Xbox and your PlayStation 4, and also your Nintendo Switch, which I thought would be very good for a handheld, for uh, in the planes to use in the handheld, and also played in Mario parties and also played Splatoon's as well. My great-grandfather in Finland was a great uh, cricket player, and he would go on the road with uh, uh, backgammon and play backgammon, backgammon in his in his hostel. And uh, the team was very good, so they they didn't care if they didn't play backgammon or uh, you know they had the they had the abacus. They used to do math mm. in the rooms and play with the and, 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 uh, abacus. Uh, math math can be fun. Maple Leafs forward Zach Hyman, captain material, mm-hmm. said. Uh, told the Canadian press, I don't think Fortnite's the problem. I think that you can get addicted to anything. If you're sitting there playing Fortnite for 12 hours a day, what a strong man. Who's playing? I play 10. I don't know. At least 10 hours. I was, was going to say, I feel like anyone who plays Fortnite plays it a lot. Like, no one's, no one just goes, like me, I played it six times. I didn't kill anybody. I was like, it's stupid. I don't want to play anymore. Besides if, that, people play it a lot. If you're right? sitting there playing Fortnite for 12 hours a day, it's probably not the best thing for you. But if you play it like a normal person, one or two hours a day, then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> hours a day? <laughs> two hours a day? Two hours a day? Here's what I don't like get. Like a normal person. Like, so like, you, like, if, like if I called up my dad, and I'm like, what'd you do today, dad? Oh, you know, I cleaned the gutters. Uh, you know, went up to the milk box and got a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Played Fortnite for two hours like a normal person. Just a regular day. But, but like, okay, explain this to me as someone that doesn't play the, the whole Fortnite thing. Uh, like, it used to be where it was just you playing against 89, 99 strangers. No, no, no. You could always play as a team. That was why I had right. no problem That's with That's what it. I mean. Like, you can, like, if you, yeah. if, like, you and, like, five of your teammates are playing, you can play four at the same time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, like, what's the problem if you're doing that or you're just, like... I'll tell you what the problem is, is that Michael Del Zotto doesn't play Fortnite, and he sees all these guys in their hotel room, and they're having a grand old time, they're knocking mm. back beers, they're playing Fortnite, they're getting the loot and building forts and shooting people and stuff, and Del Zotto's like, what are you, what are you doing in there? What are you playing that Fortnite again? Yes. What are you playing Carl Duty? What are you doing in there, huh? Nobody wants to play Mario Kart with him anymore, so he's just like no one could play anything then (laughs) come on guys I'll be towed just play in my room (laughs) you guys want to play play FIFA (laughs) no yeah we are playing Fortnite in here we are playing Fortnite we're building the forts getting the load the forts the forts alright I'm in my room playing FIFA I'm gonna gonna be Brazil again against the computer No, so I was not even that old, is he? He's like 28. None of these guys are old. Hey. Yeah. Like, just learn how to play Fortnite and hang out with your buddies. I bet if Yager played Fortnite, he'd just be, like, the best right away. He'd be, like, fucking ninja. He would just be, like, the best. He would just grab the controller and it would glow in his hands. <sighs> I miss Yager. I just, I just, I don't know. Just, it just, 
it's two fun. hours a day. No, but yeah, it's just like funny how like before the season starts, like it's like a week of gritty. Yeah, and then it's and now it's Fortnite, and I feel like once we get to like next week, we'll be talking hockey all the time. That's my thing. I think I think as long as you're watching episodes of BoJack Horseman. Like a normal person, you know, like two hours a day. I feel like that's more normal, though. <laughs> playing that, Fortnite that, for two hours. That's like four episodes of a TV well, show. I, I think, think people do that. I think we have to, you have to factor in is like at least 25 minutes of that is on the toilet. So you're, you're kind of... Oh, you're feeling like it's spaced out, not two hours all at once. I don't like think it's a two-hour two block. block. Okay. Do you? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how people play this game. <laughs> I feel like a lot, of like your, if, a lot of your social media posts are about you playing Like Fortnite. if you looked at, at, at Zach Hyman's uh, um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh calendar, it's like skis with Austin Matthews and then two hours, like a two-hour Fortnite block each day. I, I, I guess. Well, like how does every, every Fortnite is like your game is like – Quick, right? So, like, you depending know, if you die, but for you it was quick because you sucked at it. No, but like, even if you win it, it doesn't take more than like fifteen minutes. I would say right? it takes about maybe 15, twenty minutes at the most. Right. So you you work in that's a lot of Fortnite. Well, plus you got to wait right before like everyone loads up into yeah. the hot air balloon or yeah. whatever. Maybe he's right. Maybe two hours a day of Fortnite's not that. Maybe outlandish. it's not really that big a deal. You do an hour like during lunch, then you do and like an hour before sleepy time. Right. Right, you play. You play before bed. You play like you know on the on the way on the bus maybe right. to the games. That's right. like twenty oh, minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. A good point. Or on the plane, like like Sid and them used to play like Call of Duty on the plane together. It was very exciting. Or Navy SEALs, wherever the fuck they played together. I, I, I'm I'm kind of on <laughs> Team Lina here, where he's like they needed they needed something to t- yeah. blame it on. Yeah. yeah, you sure it wasn't just the bad hockey players? Yeah. No, Fortnite. But again, it's just like it's this notion of like. You're like, you guys don't want to be part of the team. You don't want to come to the restaurant, drink bottles of wine, and go harass women at the club. But, <laughs> but I feel like, again, you could go to dinner with your teammates, hang out for a couple hours, then come back to the hotel room and play Fortnite, right? That's right. For two hours. For two hours. Ha- yeah. Okay. If people are coming to the rink, like, dragging, and, like, their hands are all, like, cramped, you know, like when uh, I need to, I Chandler need, was playing the I need to talk. I need to talk to Merrick at some point to, fig- to see, figure out how, how shitty he feels. Because this is all a stemming back to the him reporting that there was that prospect who oh, yeah. had his career ruined because he got addicted to Fortnite. Not going to say who it is, right. but he was Canadian, he was left-handed, <laughs> right. he had red hair, and his mom was named Ellen. But I'm not going to go into complete detail about who it was. We, 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 never, we never figured it out, though, right? No, so, no one yeah. ever figured it out. So like, whatever people, he did worked. He, people thought it was the, the kid on the, on the Canucks, but like they, that was like denied, I believe, at some point. Oh, maybe it was then. That's the thing is like no one's going to come out and throw their player under the bus, right? No, or would they? I don't. I don't know how this. I don't know. Maybe they would. Mm-hmm. But all right. And if and if we ever get close to identifying who it is, that he could just build a fort, ah. protect himself. He's very skilled. Why is it called Fortnite? Is it, did it take two because weeks you're building forts and and, and you like, know? But like it's not. It's but like, it's a play on like a fort, like a Fortnite, like Fortnite. A, like a Shakespeare, right? Uh, the Fortnite. Two weeks. It's, uh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's like in Wimbledon's a fortnight. That's how they always call it the fortnight. Right. Two weeks. Right. But like, Serena Williams opens play, up loot crates and builds forts. Right. See, like, I would watch all two weeks of that. Like, just tennis players building forts and then <laughs> shooting each other? No, it's probably a little too grim. <laughs> a little paintballs. Paint ah, now you're talking. Fortnite light. Right. Fortnite. <laughs> well, if you, if you wanted to go watch a bunch of tennis players build forts and shoot paintballs at each other, and this was actually a thing that you could purchase... I know where you'd go to buy those tickets. I think I know. What is it again? Seed Break. Right. 
You know, getting tickets online can be far too complicated. With hundreds of sites and varying degrees of reliability, it's hard to know who to trust, and that's why SeatGeek is the way to go. Mm-hmm. By searching multiple ticket sites and grading every ticket based on value, SeatGeek helps you identify the best seats that fit your budget, plus every purchase is fully guaranteed. Shop with confidence. So you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with Confidence. <laughs> Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal or planning a night out or need the perfect gift, SeatGeek has you covered. We've both had the SeatGeek app on our phones, and that is the way that we use to buy tickets for ball games. For well, for me, concerts. I don't think. When's the last? What's the last concert you attended? Dave Matthews. What year? Uh, whatever they were at City Field. <laughs> I think. I don't think I've been to a concert since then. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm going to be using SeatGeek to find some double tickets this year for my kid, my daddy. Um, it's easy. It's the easiest way. You go and use the SeatGeek app, and, and they have the big colored circles, so you can know exactly which uh, tickets are the best deals. Uh, and best of all, obviously, for, for all of you out there in Puck Soup Land, uh, listeners to this dumb podcast get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app today. Enter the promo code SOUP, S-O-U-P, that spells SOUP, the promo code SOUP. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Yeah, we do. SeatGeek does. Yeah, we do. That's how they do it in SeatGeek. All right, I have a quiz for you. I'm ready. I'm very excited. Whenever People love when, when I administer quizzes to you, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I have a good one. Originally, the quiz was going to be asking you basic facts about the uh, upcoming or the uh, current NHL season, knowing that you're, you've been very busy here uh, making uh, jokes uh, about all sports. I didn't realize Justin Williams was a captain still of the and, Hurricanes. And trying to catch you in, 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 in gaps in your memory. But honestly, like that would be mean. And there's no reason to be mean on this podcast. All right, so let's have fun then. Let's do it. What do you got? The quiz this week on Puck Soup is the... 2018-19 NHL official team slogan quiz. Oh Jesus! Every team in their, their every team's marketing department before the season, they sit in a big room with a whiteboard and they write Josh Gordon question mark. No, they write. <laughs> that's that's the creative process, Greg. Don't they, knock it. They write. What is our team slogan going to be? Right. And you know sometimes they come up with real clever ones. Like for example, all caps. For the Penguins. Washington Capitals. Oh, Capitals. And that, was, and that was super fun. That was a great slogan. Or, for example, Vegas Bourne. Um, which Coyotes. Which was the, the official slogan of Justin Bourne's bachelor party in Las Vegas. Yes! yes! Boom! Um, but other teams make up slogans that are not as good. And so I have a collection of... Um, do I have ten? Yeah, ten... Official team slogans. This is not some goof parody thing. No, these are real slogans. These are the real slogans for these teams. All right, my goal is three. I'm going to get... No, you have to get six. That, six is a D. It means Look, that you win. You get yeah. the D. No, no, no I'm not going to get the D you take, today. You take the D. Love to. Love to get the D here, but I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna get the three. <laughs> All right. Ten, ten yes. slogans. Okay. Six to, to pass. Eight would be exemplary. And, sure. And ten out of ten means that you're a slogan master. Yeah. You could say I went on Slogan's Run, <laughs> if that happens. Hello, Slogan. I don't, I don't remember even seeing Logan's Run. I don't even know what it's about. I always get Logan's Run mixed up with um, Blade Runner. Charles. Slogan. Oh. I'm a dying man. Huh. Why do I, my, now, now my magic store is my Morgan Freeman. God damn it. You're just waiting for me to die. I decided I wanted some pie. <laughs> 
Slogan, bring me pie. Slogan. <laughs> when, when he was dying at the end of the last one, he was fasting. He was slogan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Slogan number one. Mm-hmm. Rise together. Now, you might be saying to yourself, this is extraordinarily generic, and you'd be right. Rise together. Who's... Whose official slogan for 2018? And by the way, I found these by visiting every NHL team's website. Big day for you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, and and most of them had these slogans plastered on the front of their websites. So these are the official marketing slogans for the season for these teams. I know I've seen this. Rise one together. Rise together. Mm-hmm. I know this is. I think this was their slogan last think year. Think about too. it. Rise together. Rise. Mm-hmm. Rise. Lord Vader, rise. Oh, I was thinking Bane. He will rise. He will rise in the darkness. Rise together. He will rise. Um, God, rise together. Carolina. No. Rise together is the official slogan of the Winnipeg Jets. Now, it makes uh, sense when you think about rise like a, like a jet in sure. the sky. Sure. You know. Whenever I see a plane, I'm always like, look at that plane rise. <laughs> rise. Sure. <laughs> That's normal. That'd be a really good slogan for the Phoenix Suns, now that I think about it. Yeah, rise like... To, rise together. That's a coyote's... Like a sun. Yeah. All right. Like a phoenix rising in Atlanta. Slogan number two. Okay. Sea of Red lives here. Oh, well, that's Calgary. That's correct. Okay. The Calgary Flames, in fact, Sea of Red lives here. Okay. Now you have uh, the one of two. Thanks for getting me a freebie. Appreciate that. Yeah, there's a couple of gimmies on here. Okay. Yeah, not every team had a cryptic logo, uh, slogan, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, I would have just picked the ten most cryptic and, ones and been like, over oh, ten. And I wanted to get to ten. Not every team has a slogan. Oh, yeah. good for them. The Rangers don't have a slogan, right? Slogan? No, they do not. Yeah, I feel like they're one team without a mascot, no slogan. Mm-hmm. Good for them. The, Ra- the Rangers slogan is, eh, give us a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a rebuild, but eh, it kind of is. <laughs> Raise the bar. Raise the bar. Raise the bar. Raise the bar. Mm-hmm. Raise the so bar. So the bar's at a certain height, and they're uh-huh. not happy and with they, it. They, no, they are not happy with that bar. They need the bar to be higher. Uh-huh. Or they want to build some new condos, and that old bar in mm. the corner is standing in the way, so they're going to raise the bar. Raise the bar. Is it the Coyotes? No, raise the bar is the slogan of the Philadelphia Flyers. No, nope, when I got that for some fucking reason, I thought it was the Coyotes or Carolina. I was like, wait, why? Why does every slogan feel like it's the Coyotes or Carolina? I have Coyote <laughs> because, Carolina brain because you know that those are the two teams that have to come up with bullshit marketing slogans yeah. every year to try to get fans interested. That's what I figured. All right, damn, our pack, our, our pack. Um, it's not the cap. Sounds political, like our pack. Our pack. And not like our, our like pack. political action committee. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Like we're raising money for our pack. Um, our, our pack. Alpaca. Mm-hmm. So, our pack. Minnesota Wild. In full disclosure, I gave Ruby this quiz earlier, uh-huh. and she also said the Minnesota Wild. Because I was thinking like wolf pack. But what else runs in a pack? What other animal? A pack of wild boars. Coyotes. Oh fuck! I said coyotes yeah, for all the other I ones. No, I know. I know. I, I, I'm sorry. So you're one, one of four. That's looking bleak. But I'm telling you, I was going for three. I still think that there's a chance for you to rally. All right. Sharpen the swords. <laughs> <laughs> you 
just making these up. No, these aren't this real. Is true. Sharpen the swords. Sabers? Yes, of All course. Right. All right. You know, the, uh, I was picturing the Golden Knights at first. That's I'm why. so happy you didn't overthink that. It could have been like, oh, the fucking senators or yeah. like gladiators. They probably have swords. No, sharpen the swords. The sabers. It's very literal. Sharpen the swords. Take warning. <laughs> what? Take it's warning. A, take, what does that even mean? Who says take warning? Take warning. Oh! <laughs> take warning! Take heed. Take warning. Take warning, Mr. Wayne. Take warning. Carolina Hurricanes. That's correct! Uh, there it is! Because you got it because of the hurricane. hurricane warning, yeah. Hurricane yeah. warning. I got there. Turns out, right. turns out thinking about the Kyrie's and Hurricanes more than anybody else is paying off for me. So you are... I've ripped my goal. Three for six. Three, three, three up, three down. Now we rise. How many of these got rise? <laughs> now we rise. Rise together. Now we rise. Now. Now. Now we rise. Not later. Now we rise. Now. Now we rise. We rise. Now. We rise. Florida Panthers. The New Jersey Devils. Fuck. I feel like the sunrise. Sun, I thought that was... Damn it. doesn't it. make any goddamn sense. Now we rise. What, from hell? Is that what it is? Oh, be like from yeah, hell? yeah, the undead coming yeah. back to life. Well, I mean, okay. I think that, not the undead, but like the, the Satan. Like, he's in hell. Like, oh, I, just, oh, just a regular dead. Fall, a, fallen, a fallen angel has mm-hmm. fallen to hell. He became the devil. Sure. Sure. Damn. Okay. Thought I had that one. Be loud... <laughs> <You're right. laughs> okay. Be loud, wear green. Be loud, wear green. Be loud, wear green. Be, Be loud, loud, wear green. So there's only so many teams that have green. Mm-hmm. There's only so many people that are loud. It's got to be Minnesota, right? No? <laughs> Close. It's the Dallas Stars. Ah. Dallas Stars are be loud. Where the greenest, but I, I guess you're right. The Wood and Missile Wild do have yeah. the green. Oh, going back to the Wild, what on earth are they doing changing their goal song? Yeah, they got rid of Let's Go Crazy, right? For that, it's the whatever goal song they picked, the Islanders had it for a while. It's the worst goal. It's like, oh, yeah. It's you had Prince. I know. You had Prince. The worst. Like, like, were they like, okay, he's been dead long enough now, we can change it to this? Like, what? It's Prince! You had it, you had it! It's the worst. I know. And I also love in the tweet, they pawned it off on the season ticket holders, like, <laughs> yeah. the STH voted, don't yeah. add us! Mm-hmm. But okay. Number eight. I'm sorry, number nine, rather. What am I um, at? Three? You have three right. Mm-hmm. So you hit your level. Like just, all right, let's try the but 500 if get, here. If you get the last two, you get the 500. It's close strong. Okay, number nine. This is our ice. An actual marketing department sat down in the room with a whiteboard, and they're like, let's see. How about this is our ice? Columbus. No, but that's a great guess. Uh, that feels like a torch thing. No, it's actually the uh, the aforementioned Minnesota Wild. Oh, dude, what are you doing to me? I, did you, like, set this up knowing psychologically what I would guess earlier and if, then, like, if, come up with the right ones later? If only I were that crafty, sir. Jeez. The Minnesota Wild, this is our ice. Makes sense. <sighs> it's like it's like our, our, it's a very sort of quasi-Canadian, our, our ice, our book, our game, ooh. But, like, the, every... Team has ice. Oh, all right, that's the last one. Okay, this one is probably the toughest that I've, uh, that it, 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 it's here. Okay, so this is number ten, the final one. Good luck. Good luck. Um, no, 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 no. no. Oh, oh, okay. oh, okay. Ready? Ottawa Rising. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's Ottawa Rising. That's the Senators. Like, that's what they came up with. Oh, Senators, you guess? Uh, that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, it's it's correct. I ran I ran out of slogans. <laughs> I, I didn't want to use Vegas born or all caps. How many how many teams are rising this year? <laughs> so Ottawa's rising, Winnipeg's rising, the Flyers are raising, the Devils are rising. Yeah. And the Wilds say, "Hey, this rink, it's ours. You, have to I mean, th- you could share it for a while, but like you, at the end of the yeah. day, it's ours." If the Thrasher still exists, their slogan could be Andre Rising. <laughs> Because he's a right. Falcons receiver who's right. really good. And, and left eye burned down his house. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's right. He's the left eye lopes. I forgot about that. All right. Uh, Ottawa, by the way, um, the slogan Ottawa Rising, they're giving a, they gave away tickets to their home opener. They, they wrote an email to season ticket holders, and uh, they said, uh, here are free tickets. <laughs> Put in this promo code, and you can have free tickets to the home opener for we have... Uh, not sold out the home opener, and uh, we would like people to be there. Um, so that's the deal. You know, but what? you know what? I, I have no I don't problem with that. that. I don't either because like it's at least an identification that you're shitty and that you're not going to, you know, completely make your fans pay full price for what is an inferior product. Right, they give you like a Bob Shepard old school Giant Stadium score update. Okay, this score just in. No. Blackhawks two, mm-hmm. Senators three. There you go. After one period, Ottawa I, rising. I love early season hockey. No one can play defense yet. It's just back and Every, forth. Take take the over. Oh yeah. Right. Oh sure. Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like I, I feel like it's actually kind of virtuous. I know there was sort of a lot of pointing and laughing at the. Uh, I've always said that, like the Coyotes and the Panthers, like teams like that, that can't sell tickets, like. Like, but how does it hurt to just give them away, like, two hours before the game? But no this is at least them. a little bit different, like, in the sense that, like, you know, this is a team that's still two years removed from the fucking <laughs> conference final, which is insane. Um, in Florida's case, it was always like, a, a thing of, like, oh, well, we just need people to come to this horrific team. You know, like, they had the valid driver's license uh, deal, or if you had a valid right. Florida driver's license, you had a free ticket. And, like, I think it's okay to make fun of that because it's funny, but it, I think it's also a smart idea because, again, if you at least get people in the building to watch your product, because Hockey Live is different than hockey on TV. Right. Same thing with football is the opposite, where, like, you go to the game for the tailgate, and football you're better watching on TV, but right. like, people may buy some sodas, some popcorns, like... I mean, I understand that you can't do that forever because then nobody would buy tickets and they would wait for that one-hour window every right, game. But right. I just think at certain times it's good to do. Yeah, it's, it's a good problem. It's, it's a nice bit of, of uh, you know, not not only sort of like self-evaluation that, you know, you're shitty, but also like swallowing your pride. Because a couple of years ago, Eugene Melnick's like, if you give away tickets, then then you're devaluing your fan base. There's no way to build a fan base giving away tickets. Now they're just giving away tickets. Yeah, they're, that's. I think it's, I mean, I've made a lot of Ottawa jokes. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Good yeah. for them. Smart. Pierre Dorian said that when he announced the team was giving away tickets, all the fans hugged him. Like every fan in Ottawa ran out. Like fifteen to eighteen thousand people ran over, and they sure. they hugged him en masse. And he was sort of in the remember the fight that Neo had in the second Matrix movie with all the Agent Smiths like yeah. converging on him. Mm-hmm. That was Pierre Dorian, and those were all the Ottawa fans. But, but they all looked different. They didn't right. all look like the same like Agent, the okay. Agent Smiths. Boy, boy, sitting across from you when that joke came to your mind and your eyes lit up was, 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 was a. <laughs> Was a treat. That's why I do this for the, for the, for those moments. <laughs> for those moments. For the callbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, that's right. Pierre uh, Dorian. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the puck soup uh, question of the week. Uh, for those who don't know, was uh, give us 
which potential Stanley Cup favorite has the biggest chance for disaster? Mm-hmm. I don't know Absolute think. disaster. You think it's Boston based on some tweets that I've, I've, I've read and seen? You're, you're, you don't consider them a lock for Boston the playoffs? Boston fans are such fucking dicks sometimes. Like, to be fair, they may have a point. With, they're, they're a playoff team. I, I think they're a playoff team, but are they a lock for the playoffs? They got upset because I said the Flyers were a lock. I think like you and I have different perspectives on divisions because you said something about like the Metro. You were like in that division, and I was like that division's not great. The Rangers and the Islanders are doormats. Yeah, but like, I mean, I feel like it's really up for grabs. Like the Caps coming off the Cup year, Penguins are getting a little older, Devils are it could who be knows? anything, right? But so, like, well, you're saying so you're saying the Flyers aren't a lock. Like I think are the you're Flyers, saying the, the Bruins are more of a lock than the Flyers. Yeah, just because the because it's obviously it's Tampa and Toronto and then the Bruins and then everything below that. But maybe, I, I know but, you're a big but, Florida but guy. Like Florida and the Buffaloes could easily just jump up and take those spots. <sighs> I don't know about. I mean, it's hockey, so like yeah, but like I can see Florida, but Buffalo, come on. Why wouldn't? Why don't you? Why aren't you a believer in the Buffalo Sabers? Here's the thing: when you believe in the Sabers <laughs> for 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 how many straight years and they continue to screw you. You got to move on, but not, but not Arizona. I'm still. Did you not listen to the podcast last week where I said they bought all that IKEA furniture and now they've got mm-hmm. all the furniture in their apartment? It's not very good; it breaks easily, but they at least have some. Oh, I thought you were doing a Sedin bit. I thought that was a Swedes <laughs> retiring and buying furniture for the new homes thing. Okay, what a weird fucking episode that was last week where we, we started doing it outside of a, of a carousel. And then we did it next one, ice rink. <laughs> and I, I just I remember sitting down and being like, I don't know if this is a good idea. And, and instantly it became a yeah. bad idea. We didn't even get the, all our computer stuff out yet, and it instantly became a bad idea. It was idea. almost like a, a, an episode of Master of None, where you know he tries to do a podcast somewhere in the city, and it just becomes a misadventure throughout the city. Don't know that show, but... The, the, sure it's it's the Ansari show that, I mean, people used to watch Netflix. it, but now he's very po- problematic. Yeah. yeah. My, my problem is that I don't have Netflix. You don't but, have but I'm gonna. You know what? You People share? keep talking about. Oh, no, I don't want to steal. Oh wait, this. I mean, I, I can't say that. Do you yeah. want to get Netflix? Do, do you want me to help you pick it out? <laughs> like I did the free trial, and they've been emailing me again lately. Like do another free trial, and I, is, everyone keeps saying Ozark you, is good. I want to see. Do you feel Ozark. is that like the the pop culture thing you feel most left out of the not being the Netflix? Guy? No, because I feel like most shows people watch, they eventually they're just like. Eh. This isn't that good. Mm. There's like a few good things on there, right, from what I understand. There's too much on Netflix that, especially like the superhero. American Vandal. I yeah, see American that. Vandal. It's I great. See that. Like, there's enough there where I would feel left out if I didn't have it. But like when I see the adorable Mrs. Maisel or whatever the fuck that show, marvelous. Is, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, I know that. <laughs> I mean, like when I see that win all the, the Emmys, I'm just like, I don't need this. I don't care. I don't need to see it. I'm sure it's great, but like, that's where is it? Like Hulu. Amazon? Where is that thing? Amazon, I think, right? Oh, that's on Netflix. Hold on. I assume everything Handmaid's is Netflix. Handmaid's Tale, I think, is... Handmaid's Tale's on one. That's Mrs. Netflix. Maisel's on the other one. No, that's not on Netflix either. Handmaid's Tale? That's on, like, Hulu or something, but I that think. that was Netflix for sure. Point being is that, they're, like, on some of these... There's enough on Netflix that makes you feel like I need to get it. There's not enough on the other ones that make, make me feel like I need to get it. That's going to be the next thing, is, like, bundling your online streaming thing into one thing, where you right. get Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll get on board. I'll definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Definitely do that then. I used to love when my dad would, would get, like, renew HBO, and we'd get Cinemax for a while. Yeah. Kid, oh, boy, it was great. Yeah. Oh, manual in space. Uh huh. Sure. I'd be like, does he even know that we have the Cinemax channels? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They they don't. They have no because because like you have to keep going up. Manual in space. Remember manual in space. I do. Oh, manual in space. <laughs> Emmanuel. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know, part 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 of that uh, 
that series of, of, of film series that eventually went to space. Jason in space, Leprechaun in space, Emmanuel in space. Oh, Leprechaun went to space. Uh, Muppets in space. Again, we've, yeah. we've talked about this. What? Eventually the Fast and the Furious are going to go to space. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna like drive around on the moon or something, and it's going to be awesome. And we don't all get in this rocket right now, then we're not a family. They're going to actually go to space and find like the space alien versions of themselves, and there's going to be some other aliens going to be like, we're um, no, I, I, it, it wouldn't involve aliens, so you're right. It would be like Kurt Russell being like, I need you and your crew to go to the moon. Because there are drug runners on the mm-hmm. moon mm-hmm. with moon drugs, mm-hmm. you know? And it's going to be the dumbest plot ever, mm-hmm. and you're still going to sit through the entire two hours right. and enjoy it. Right. Because that's what those movies are. Mm-hmm. Popcorn movies. Right. And why, why should I do that? And Kurt Russell's like, well, uh, what's his name in these movies? Kurt Russell. No, Vin Diesel's character. Oh, um... Oh, Vic, Johnny. Vic, 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 it's like Victorino or something. Victor, Shane Victorino, former oh, Phillies outfielder. Oh, uh, Toretto. Vinny? Dominic Toretto. Dominic Toretto. There it is. There you go. We, we got there. <laughs> Pop culture reference. Well, Dominic, I just heard. Oh, they call him just, Dom. Dom, I just got a video from those moon drug runners, and they've got your favorite undershirt. Yeah, oh my God. They've got your lucky undershirt. Yeah, you got to go get my shirt back. <laughs> It's my favorite shirt for my family. <laughs> and then, like, uh, what's his name? The bald guy from Snatch. Right. Like, he goes they're up all there. In, they're all in, like, oh, you mean Jason Statham? Jason Statham, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always want to call him Michael Ironside. I ain't going reason. to the moon for nothing. You got to go to the moon. If you don't go to the moon, then we're not a family. I ain't even in your family. I'm not bloody going into space. And then, like, he, then like at the end, he comes and saves the day and, right. like, a big astronaut. So he's like, oh, right. this, what is this zero G's? <laughs> I need more G's, mate. <laughs> Charlie Theron is vamping on a, in a moon base. She's given nothing to do in the movie. She just vamps, just like in the last one. I barely remember her. I, I didn't really sit through the whole last one. She was in the last one because she was oh, in Mad right. Max, basically. And, like, she was such an, an awesome, like, driving shit person in Mad Max. They're like, we'll put her in this driving shit movie. That's, but, I think, how it was. But, like, I feel like she just, like, sits at a desk and says... Get me like she makes Dom do stuff. Yeah, he was bad in the movie. He was given that red kryptonite, like uh, yeah. Christopher Reeve in Superman three, and became bad, bad Dom. But like, what is what does she have? Of his I don't his think his kid. Know. Oh, like, she what? had his kid. Spoiler: she had his kid and his like uh, his baby mama like captured, uh, and he had to do her her evil bidding because of it. Uh, it was a good twist. Great plot. You know how do you, how do you get Dom Dom Toretta to do your bidding? You take his family. But, like, everyone in the movie is confused as to why he's a bad guy. Don't mm-hmm. you think they would have noticed, like, the baby wasn't around or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's the... Yeah, why wasn't Michelle Rodriguez like, yeah. Yo, Dom, blink twice if they got your kid hostage! Classic, classic <laughs> Fast and the Furious dialogue. Uh, it's the... <laughs> oh, wait, so who are, who are the contenders that people don't like? Okay. David L. Pumpkins says... By the way, change your name to Black Jeopardy, my friend, because that's I can't I can't stress enough that if everybody remember Dave, Dave, remembers David S. Pumpkins from that episode, yeah. Black Jeopardy was the best sketch. Mm-hmm. Vegas, because in a league with this much parody, the odds of them falling short are real good. Mm. Disagree. Of the playoffs, yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm kind of more sold, obviously, than I was. It's an H. Schmidt thing that worries me. They get through the first twenty games at like ten and ten, they're fine. Hunter Lehman, the Leafs. If anything starts wavering, the Toronto media will drive people out of town. My money is on Freddie Anderson. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. I see that. Freddie Anderson having a bad year, sure. No, I feel like the... the Garrett Sparks, though. The honeymoon was about to be over, and then they signed Tavares, and now the Toronto media is all like, they climb back in bed with the Leafs. If the Leafs lose in the first round this year, that's when Where's, shit will get where, where is the, the needle on the uh, media Toronto media uh, prickometer? Because here's the thing. Tavares, I think, put the needle back at like a four, but... Choosing Kyle Dubas over Mark Hunter, who is their best source, probably got them pretty pissed. Yeah, that's true. But like, I feel like they really haven't been too pissy this off. I haven't no. seen too much Kyle Dubas bashing. Tavares, that's why. You so landed like, the big fish. So like a Tavares. But they're getting a little, they're getting a little bit like uh, uh, on edge about this Nylander stuff. Like I saw Damian Cox tweeting this morning about like a real GM would have signed Nylander already. Raw, 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 yeah. raw, eating raw meat. Yeah, because. Uh, I, <laughs> I just can't. I just James Palmer writes San Jose because they have one year. Wait, is that the Orioles pitcher or the guy from NCIS? Um, you're talking about Jim Palmer. Jim Palmer, yeah. yeah. James, Jimmy. If Jones disappoints, they sustain a major injury or they run into a hot goalie mm. in the second round. Like, That's what? that. Wait, how are they going to run into a hot goalie? Lundquist plays in the East. Damn. Boom. Boom. Brandon <laughs> Kelly. Caps, of course. How will they ever go on without the face of the franchise, Tom Wilson, for 20 games? <laughs> They'll go from cup champs to relocating to Houston. Sarcasm. Yeah, you you tweeted that very same, same thing last night, I believe. I only got one like response where they were like, um, Tukarask. Like, hey, I, first of all, I'm not even watching the game. I just wanted to do a bit. <laughs> Benjamin Woodfinden. Woodfinden. Mm-hmm. Uh, German, or it could be wood finding. So it'd be like you know, named for the occupation that you have. He's a guy who finds wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blacksmith. Yeah, Hancock. Doorsmith. Yeah. The Jets, because the Wi-Fi in Winnipeg is so bad that Shevel Dayoff won't be able to download the <laughs> latest NHL 19 rosters to see who he should trade for at the deadline. <laughs> Wait, is Blacksmith anyone's last name? That's not really a good example. Porter. Kobe. Bookman writes in. That's easy. Pittsburgh. 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 Their main off-season acquisitions were Jack Johnson and salary cap space. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, like, I I really feel like maybe last year was, like, the beginning of a turning where, like, Pittsburgh and mm. teams are going to start fading. That's Turn to the tide. No one's got Tampa in there, huh? Matt Riegler, our friend, writes in. The Predators. Rene falls apart. Mm. Soros isn't, uh, can't do a full season. Mm. And they have no more assets to tool with. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Preka Rene falls apart. Yeah? Yeah? You can say that about any team, though, I guess. Their goalie stinks. They stink. Big Dummy writes in, all 23 Flyers are implicated in a Finnish cocaine ring bust. <laughs> yeah, I like how that news came out about Latari, and then, like, that was it. <laughs> Nothing else has happened. Well, the NHL is investigating, as you know. Yeah, they got to look into that. Tyson Thorpe writes in, Tampa Bay. Okay. Because why haven't they won already with that roster? There you go. Oh. I mean, they might not win. I mean, no one ever said that about the Capitals, right? Yeah. yeah. Jake Peterson. Jake Peterson, Chicago Jake? PD. <laughs> Jake Peterson. Part of my French. Sorry. Winnipeg. If Hellebuck uh, doesn't maintain his level of play, and if the D takes one big injury, you don't want that to happen to your D. No, you don't want your D taking you any injuries. You don't want an injury to your D. No. It's like Ben's the rock. They're done, he Jesus. says. If they, yeah, I mean, like again, you can say that about any team. If their goalie stinks, they stink. That was that was Winnipeg's problem forever. Winnipeg, 
Hello. I, do. I don't want to go to Winnipeg. There are no parks. There is no Wi-Fi. They are probably the team who's most on edge of disaster for making the playoffs. No Wi-Fi. No Winnipeg for me. Thank you much. All right. That's uh, Puck Soup for this week. Um, I'm at Comic-Con. If you, if you listen to this tomorrow, Friday, as we tape on Thursday night, I'm at Comic-Con on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll be there with the kid on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there was like four people that said hi today when I was there today at New York Comic-Con. Um, so hi back. It was good to talk to cause you. Because they knew you or they just said hi? No, they, they, <laughs> because they knew, they knew me. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, oh hello. Okay, see you. <laughs> Hi, hi. I had a couple guys stop me as I was walking by, and it was nice. It was cool. I like when people say hey. Oh, so you just go there for the ego. I had one guy, um, our friend Mike, ask uh, whether you would enjoy Comic-Con. And I said he believed you wouldn't. And I said that there's a chance you might enjoy the... I, I don't really know what it is. It's a giant... It's like, like you show me your photos, and it's like, hey, there's like a sci-fi me. thing. And, a sci- and then it's like a Maury Povich booth. Like, well, I don't really like, understand what goes a, on. There's a whole section of comic book artists and writers where you go and, you can, and they, they can draw you shit and get your shit signed. There's all these merchandise booths that you buy t-shirts and figures and all kinds of geek shit. Mm. And then there's like panels and presentations. Like, Zach Le- Levy was there uh, uh, talking about Shazam today. Or like Robert Kirkman's there to talk wait, about the, the Walking the Dead. The Shack movie? No, no that's K- Kazam. Oh, oh, yeah. wait, what the yeah. hell is Shazam? So I think, but uh, but also now Shazam is like the superhero. Where a little boy says Shazam and he becomes a superhero. It's like big but superhero. I've never heard of that. All I, right, maybe I wouldn't like it. <laughs> but it's also people walking around dressed as shit. By the way, there should be a Kazam panel at this. I would go to that. <laughs> just like it, it's like it's like the twenty five year anniversary of Goodfellas. Only it's just Kazam. <laughs> What was it like to get in that suit every day? Like, just questions. I would, I would go to that. I look my big pants. <laughs> I think, but you, you wouldn't you enjoy cosplay? Wouldn't you enjoy seeing people dressed up as different characters? I saw, uh, I saw a lot of Spider Men today. A lot of Deadpool's today. Spider Man. <laughs> it's not. It's not, not Joseph Spider Man. He's a Spider Man. Spider Friends. What's up? I think you'd enjoy it. But I don't think you'd ever want to go there. You'd be miserable. I would check it out. I'll, at some point, I will eventually go. When does it run through? It's like two weeks, right? Or one week? Or no, four it's days? A week, it's a weekend. Just one weekend? Yeah. But you're, today's Thursday and you went. How, right. What's the weekend? It's a long, it's, a, it's like Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Uh, so, so it's over on Sunday. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe next year. I want I want I, I want the encroachment of Thanksgiving weekend into earlier in the week to continue. Like what, Wednesday is, is a half day. And, and maybe in some places it's an off day. Like, oh, I, we can oh. we can make it happen. Oh, I have, I have friends who've like worked at the same place for a long time, and like they don't even come in on, on Monday. On Wednesday oh, or the Monday? Oh yeah, like they've just built up so much they've, time there. And like, so Thanksgiving just, weekend has become the de facto Super Bowl holiday we all want. If if like you've you've got like fifteen years of time put in, like I think most people, it's not that. But yeah, when are we going to have a president bold enough to be like Monday's a holiday after the Super Bowl? Like it clearly is the thing that we as as a as a nation get behind and all do together. Yeah, it's if your team wins and you're super hungover and drunk. <clears throat> Otherwise, like I can get to work the next day. After Patriots Falcons, like I was upset, but I was able to go to work the next day. But when the Giants won that first time, boy, it was that next day. Rough. The Monday after every Super Bowl is Tom Brady Day, a day where we all think about Tom Brady and not go to work. Oh, you're you're not doing late. <laughs> 
I'm not even. Do, I'm not even doing a bit. I thought you were doing like a Sean Leahy football thing. I swear to God, Sean. I thought. I, I thought. I thought you were just like because maybe uh, Sean's called the, the, out. The day. The day after the Super Bowl was uh, Jeff Hostetler Day. <laughs> you joke. See, there's a difference. I would vote for that. <laughs> Alright. That is uh that's the dumb show for this week. Thanks to uh nobody. We didn't nope. have a guest. Nobody. We were just uh, here in the studio. A better studio. Yeah, being here in the studio, no dog barking. Yeah. Um, it's good. Less echo probably. There's like like carpet on the walls that makes it less echoey. This is actually like a radio studio. Who does the show here during the day? I have no idea. No. Everyone does their shows in that that the, the Jalen and Jacoby studio. Oh. That's where everyone kinda does everything. Like, right. This one I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I sit 40 feet away, and I still have no idea what goes on in this room. I, honestly, we could be the first people to have been in here all year. That's quite no possible. I have no idea. It, it, this is nice because it reminds me of back when we used to do the show at Yahoo. Right. And where, now, like, I'm the Yahoo guy who gets you in the building as opposed right, to the other way around. Right. And then we and would go. I have a studio. We had a little podcasting space. And then they're like, oh, we need this to store shit here. Old chairs or something. Just keep pushing us and around. And they pushed us into another place. And then we had to wait until people got done making Facebook videos to do the show. We were like Milton from Office Space. <laughs> we, we refused to quit, but they just kept putting us in darker Pe- rooms. People were really impressed until we moved to that, that, that last. And then, and then at the very end, we started doing the show. Yeah. We had our own like office where they set up the recording shit. That was kind of sweet. Wait, which place? Remember in Yahoo, they we we had they set up the microphones in that oh, little room, like in that little yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that move, that room was oh that's where we interviewed, we did uh, Brendan Burke in there right yes yeah 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 right yeah. we did we did Katie Nolan in the uh, the voiceover closet and then like pretty much every oh no we had we, we had, did we did we like Overman and all them in like the yeah. other room yeah yeah and then yeah it was good times mm-hmm. but yeah now now it feels like that it feels like we're in a proper place again yeah it's nice yeah. Alright, uh, thanks everybody. We will talk to you uh, next week. Uh, you can find me at Wachinski on Twitter. You can find all my work at ESPN.com, including all of our season preview stuff, which was really fun. And uh, yeah, where's your stuff? What? You made a fart noise with your elbow. Now you can, you can now, do it again. Now I can't try. do it again. <laughs> my arm is stuck there. Uh, Wednesday's always late. Katie Nolan, we got, a new, we got a new episode this week. Bill Simmons was on. We had oh, a blast. Fantastic. We had a blast. We did some bits. We did some he videos. was here in town? He was right over there. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. He did Jalen and Jacoby. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. He was funny. He was good. They let me go on ESPN sometimes. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just feels like Leahy. <laughs> it. Trump? Uh, b- build the wall, Space Force. Sure. Leahy? Build the wall, Space Force. <laughs> so it's like soft. Build the wall, Space Force, Grantland. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of on Friends when Chandler would just be Chandler. He'd just be like, could I be wearing blah, blah, blah. Right. It was like Joey, but you know what I mean? Like he would do his thing, but then like you'd have to have like serious episodes where like him and Monica would go adopt somebody. He'd be like, I just, I just, he'd just talk lower. He would just be himself, but he would just talk lower. I think we should have this kid. I'm still, I'm that, still hung that's, up. That's yours. I'm still hung up on they go adopt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, technically, yeah, right. Oh, they actually didn't really adopt. What, what's her name? Yeah, they just go. They like adopt somebody they or adopt, whatever, like a, like a person or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Three nothing Bruins, and apparently uh, the Sabers have been booed off the ice tonight. Oh, well, Brad Marchand, good job setting the tone. Marchand, um, three assists. That's no, he's two, doesn't he? he has, nope, think, it's three nothing. Yeah, he has three assists. Oh, I didn't think he had an assist in the first goal. Mm-hmm. But totally, that's what he that's does. Captain material. That's what he does, Greg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crab cakes and <laughs> assault. That's right. Smoking and dunking and assault and leading. 
Not Dunkin' oh, Donuts, oh, just Dunkin'. Okay. I get it. That was my favorite thing, by the way, during, during Capitals opening night, was somebody who, who opined that the uh, Bruins, since Dunkin' Donuts changed her name, have given up seven goals and scored none. They have not scored a goal <laughs> since it became Dunkin'. All right, now it's the end of the show. All right, goodbye. We're going to, oh, we have cool guests coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm recording a couple of interviews at, at Comic-Con this weekend, so that'll be fun. And, and more to come. Alex Pruitt's going to come on soon. Again, good old Prue. Did he come on last year? He came on last year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. on again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because he's here and he's smart, and then uh, a number of other people will come on too. My elbow did the fart thing again. It did. <laughs> I can't do it now. Right. Every time. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Sticks and hits and goals and saves and slap shots and goons. We've got some more of the commentary to what if you commute. We also cover movies, TV shows, it's and tunes. It's your weekly bowl of hoggy and nonsense. Today's episode of Puxy has been sponsored by Sonos Beam. Meet Sonos Beam. The smart, compact sound bar for your TV. The Beam lets you play everything you love, from music and radio to movies, TV, podcasts, and more, all with rich sound that fills the room. It's super simple to set up, but even if you don't want to bother, Sonos will send someone to do it for you. That's right. If you live in any major metropolitan area up and running, that's the setup, guys, Mm -hmm. we'll have a Sonos expert deliver and set up your system absolutely free. I've got a Sonos Beam in my living room. I've got a Sonos speaker in my bedroom. It's the coolest way. Listen, when you're cleaning the house, sure, you want to have your music kind of carry over, but you don't want to be wearing your headphones. No. And this way you have music fill your life. Right. Through the beautiful Beam in your living room, mm-hmm. same thing playing in the bedroom, or if you want, you can have two different things going on at the same time. Yeah. It's that easy. It's great. Um, just order from Sonos.com and select Up and Running at checkout to see if you qualify for free system setup. Sonos Beam, the smart, compact sound bar for your TV.